Welcome to Chattagories, your weekly categorized chat cast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by our co-hosts, Mark and Mikey. Hello. Howdy, howdy. How's it going tonight, guys? Going pretty good. Awesome. I am ready for this episode. It has been a hard uphill battle to get this episode going, so let's get this one underway. Okay, so... Uh, let's see. It looks like it is my week this week, and I am talking about the top three, top three video game soundtracks. When I think about video game soundtracks, I think about the concept of nostalgia. Some people hate it, others love it. For me, I had an amazing childhood. Nostalgia takes me back to a wonderful time in my life. Growing up with my younger brother Mark, my mom and dad, life was simple. Life was fun. I did things that a lot of kids did. Played outside, rode bikes, drew, watched movies, etc. But there were two things that always kept my attention. Listening to music and playing video games. Do you remember the first time that you did things like riding a bike or making a touchdown? Or even the first time you ever ate a certain type of candy? It's amazing what the human mind can recall when introduced to things like smell and taste. But just behind that, in my opinion, is the power of music. You ever hear a song on the radio play on one of those, play on one of those 90s hit stations? I have. It takes you back to what you were doing the first time you heard it. For example, the first time I heard an Evanescence song, uh, Mark and I were camping in the backyard. Those are some really fond and fun memories. Video games have that kind of staying power. Years after you've played them, when you hear a catchy riff or melody, it takes you right back. Since video games are also very tactile, the effect is strengthened even more. Video game music has evolved over the years from 8-bit chip tunes and arcade sounds to PlayStation CD audio tracks and complete orchestral compositions. Video game soundtracks have taken a major step in the world. Uh, they are more much they are much more mainstream these days, and that includes their soundtracks. Hex, you know they are way better now, even when Forbes magazine bothers to include to make their own top town top soundtrack list for video games. So, that being said, I have to make a personal admission right here. Um, Mark, as you may have known, you saw four files. I had the most insanely difficult time with this category, and I could not pick. Number one, I have two number ones, and I literally sat here, you know, just could not, cannot pick just one number one. I I could not do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. It was tough. It was like picking one kid over the other. So, in that case, I'll start with my number three. My number three pick is the original 2001 first-person shooter little-known game called Halo. Boom, called it. (laughs) Sorry. Made by Bungie, published by Microsoft in 2001. This sold the original Xbox, especially, it was essentially the flagship title for the launch. Uh, The summary from Wikipedia sums it up so clearly, I just had to copy it word for word. Halo is set in the 26th century with the player assuming the role of Master Chief, a cybernetically enhanced super soldier. The player is accompanied by Cortana, an artificial intelligence who occupies Master Chief's neural interface. Players battle various aliens as they attempt to uncover the secrets of the eponymous Halo, a ring-shaped artificial world. Uh, Halo did for the eight, uh, the 128-bit era what GoldenEye did for the N64 era. It defined a shooter that changed the game. Um, it also redefined what a land party should be. Um... I have many great memories going to land parties at our friend Ryan's house growing up, and we played Halo to the break of dawn. Seriously. It was a freaking blast, and some of my best memories. Uh, the soundtrack was composed by Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore. Now, a sad fact, via Twitter yesterday, Martin O'Donnell uh, tweeted out that he was abruptly fired from Bungie yesterday, which is really sad to hear because he's made some amazing music over the years, but I'm sure he'll find a job somewhere else, maybe with the new studio that's working on the new Halo. Uh, the Halo soundtrack was an amazing and awesome, inspiring theme that was carried through the entire game. It's a fun mix of tribal beats and orchestral music. I dare say that if this doesn't get you excited, then you apparently you never went to a land party back in the odds. So, Mark, I'm going to let you go ahead and play those clips. I've got each one of my audio clips are three sets of clips from the game. And if you listen real carefully, you can hear the theme in every one of the songs. So, take it away.
range of uh, audio there from uh, very intense uh, to very mellow, but you also can hear the theme thought. It's just well done, made, created the, the uh, you know, helped set the tone for the game, and it just made it for an amazing experience, and that's why Halo is my number three. All right, very good. Well, Jason had his own little intro, so I'm going to have my own as well, and it's I can honestly say that video games have been a pillar in my life. I grew up with them with my brother, Jason, and it was really our favorite pastime. Other kids read books, we played video games. Many people would say video games are mindless activity, and I say nay. Books are limited, narrow-minded. Books build imagination, yes, but video games allow imagination to be shared. They share sight and sound simultaneously to give the player an experience like no other. Sight and sound play an equal role. The background of music of a scene is just as important as what is happening. A game soundtrack sets the mood, sets the atmosphere to the game and how it's received by the player. They play an integral role in the game's experience and like Jason said, can rush back memories when you listen to them later. And here are my favorites. And here's a clip from my number one, which will sound very familiar. Since Jason already basically covered it, <laughs> I picked the Halo franchise, and that is that was I, I said number one, but that's my number three, of course. Uh, Halo came out in 2001, and like Jason said, was the flagship game of the original Xbox, Microsoft's entry into the gaming console wars. I purchased an Xbox shortly after it came out and bought two video games: Dead or Alive and Halo. Halo was the console multiplayer game for my friends and me. We held many LAN parties and stayed up through three-plus-hour games of Capture the Flag matches. That was a major part of our time we spent together. This experience didn't stop with Halo 1, and we went through three. And even though Halo is most cherished as a multiplayer game between my friends and I, I still very much enjoyed the campaign in the game. The storyline of the game was new, fresh. From the opening title screen of the rotating with Gregorian-esque chants, it was apparent that Bungie had something unique to the gaming world. And you know what? It was super successful. If, the, if it wasn't for Halo, the Xbox probably would not be a contender in the console wars today. The Gregorian chance was the, just the tip of the iceberg for what Halo had for its players audibly. The soundtrack, like Jason said, was composed by Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore. The soundtrack was symphonic with a light, airy sound of a space adventure theme with a blend of vocals and drums. A neat thing about that Jason did not mention is that the game had a dynamic audio playback engine which allowed for music to change along with the dynamic nature of the gameplay itself to perfectly fit the mood of the action in the game. Halo 2 and Halo 3 followed suit in the quality of gameplay and quality of the soundtrack. Halo's 2 opening theme, based on the original game, came back with an edge and a great electric guitar riff. Listen to this clip.
just epic. Yeah. I, I, I had actually purchased the Halo 2 soundtrack, and remember listening to it the night before my friend Ryan and I waited in line to get the game. <laughs> again, again, the soundtrack was magnific- magnificent and complemented the game perfectly. I didn't buy Halo 4. It was made by a different company other than Bungie. I heard it was good, but I have not taken the opportunity to pick it up. But the original trilogy was amazing. And again, a home run for Microsoft, original Xbox, and Xbox 360. The quality of its unique soundtrack was literally out of this world. An amazing stamp in the history of gaming music, and that is why it is my number three. Awesome. That completely happened by accident. (laughs) Us both having the same number three. Yep. Cool. Well, the reason why I was typing during the show was because Halo was my number three, but I changed it to one of my honorable mentions now. Oh. <laughs> nice. Halo was one of my um, Halo was one of the first games that I was off my radar when it first came out. I never thought I would I never thought I would enjoy it. I just thought it was kind of just different, not really my game type. But my younger brother. Joey was obsessed with it. He, I ended up, it basically ended up my game. He played it like the first week, and then I saw him playing it. And at first, I thought it was kind of, kind of goofy. But after I started playing it, I, I kind of took over, and it basically became my game. I fell in love with it. <laughs> but anyways, my number three now, uh, video game soundtrack is uh, Major League Baseball 2008, the show. song is um, called Lowrider from War. If there was ever a sports game soundtrack that was full of novelty, it was definitely this game, Major League Baseball 2008. The soundtrack definitely didn't reinvent the wheel, but it provided a slew of familiar favorites and a few other fun fun one-offs. It scratched the nostalgia itch with ZZ Top's I'm Bad, I'm Nationwide, as well as Lowrider from War like you just heard. And it even included Blitzkrieg Bop from the uh, Ramones. Ramones, excuse me. Wow. But they actually worked pretty well. Those the, you never you never would put those that music together in baseball together, but they actually worked pretty well in a, in a, in context. The um the reason why I picked this game was because most of the music is older music, like with ZZ Top in like the Lowrider song you just heard. It was kind of at First, it was it was really different. It felt like I was listening to my parents' music. So it really, like Jason was saying, when you first hear a first song, it brings you back to that special place. And that's that's why it was one of my favorite games because it had those songs in it that reminded me of just riding the car with my parents, listening to the music. That when I was listening to it, I hated it. But looking back a few years later, listening to it, I was like, man, I really I really kind of enjoyed. I kind of miss, kind of I kind of miss it, you know. Yeah. But that's. That's why uh, that game is my number three. Fantastic. I love, uh, yeah, that's very, very cool. Going into my number two, I wanted to mention, Mark, you captured it so well in your number three, I'm going to rephrase it for mine because I actually had a hidden theme in mind. All of my games in one way or another are technically out of this world. So with that theme in mind... Uh, my number two is a much newer entry in the video game world. My number two is Starbound. It is an indie game released in beta testing last December. Um, it is created by Chucklefish, Chucklefish Limited, a UK-based development studio. It is a procedurally generated game. That is, every time you create a new character, or every time you go to a new planet, everything is dynamically built from scratch. It just it builds it on the fly. You play, every time you play through it, it's a different game. Oh, so it's kind of random. Very random. It's it's kind of a it's they call it a roguelike in a way. Roguelike meaning that every time you play it, it's a completely different experience. It's got Minecraft's that way. Uh, Terraria's that way. 
this game is that way. More and more games, Spelunky is definitely a roguelike. Those are all games that every time you play it, it's a completely different game. Um, and, and actually, that's kind of how I described it. If, if you're familiar with Star Trek, which I know you guys are huge Trek fans, of course, um, basically, if you, you could imagine Terraria, like a 2D Minecraft, and a Klingon having a baby. So it's very much a space Terraria is what it is. Um, you do a lot of the same Minecraft stuff. You explore areas, you craft stuff, you meet things, you fight creatures, you build armor, you fly your spaceship, you do all that kind of awesome stuff. The game is still in development, and it has its hooks into me, so even more now than Minecraft, and that's hard to say. Um, music, the music is very orchestral, being developed by American composer Curtis Schwetzer. The soundtrack is very adventurous and well-made. I never get tired of this soundtrack. I can listen to it every day. The game is 15 bucks on Steam right now. It's in development, and which means, you know what, when you buy the game now, you're going to get new features almost every other week. So, it's a great game. Check it out. Uh, and with that, Mark, I'll let you play my audio clips for it. Yeah. I'm going to get off the soundtrack and go ahead and play that game, so I'll see you all later. That game is great. (laughs) And that is why it's my number two game. It put me to sleep. I love that music. Oh, I know, right? Good game. Alrighty, well, I'm going to go ahead and jump in to playing my first clip of my number two favorite video game soundtrack. Here it is. Guess that, Jason? <laughs> That's got to be Titanfall. Nope. No, no, really? Nope. Dang, I thought it was Titanfall halfway through. I was like, "What is this?" No, it's but it's it's another space adventure game, like I told you before. This is Mass Effect. Oh, good, 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 good. Mass Effect was released in 2007 for the Xbox 360 and was a smash hit from the developer BioWare. Mass Effect is a space adventure game, third-person shooter, RPG, choose-your-own-adventure ultra game. You play Commander Shepard and lead your own starship. Any boy's dream growing up, or, like Jason said, anyone who was a fan of Star Trek. Since its debut, 
Mass Effect has been successful enough to spawn two sequels. Mass Effect's soundtrack is definitely one for the books, just like Halo. Mass Effect had a full symphonic soundtrack that just screamed epic space adventure. This another track from the second game. Like Halo, who kept the same composers throughout the original trilogy, Mass Effect's composers alternated between songs between multiple composers with each game. The first two games used composers Jack Wall and Sam Hulick. The third game, which I actually have yet to play, used composer Clint Mansell, which I just found out, and which really excites me, since my favorite movie soundtrack the Fountain is composed by him as well. Oh, wow. So I have to So, And I'm listening to one more soundtrack composed by him for the third game. Got almost a Inception kind of sound to it, but yeah. I, it sounds awesome, and I'm excited to play it, and I can't wait to get the third game just just for the soundtrack. So, with each composer, they worked diligently to produce the perfect space theme music that could accompany any space movie or any video game, and that is why it's my number two. Very cool. My uh, my number two is um. Uh, NBA National Basketball Association 2K11. You want to go ahead and play the soundtrack now? Mm -hmm. Moment of silence for the champions, for those who make going hard a lifestyle. Never wait for nothing, gotta get it right now. I'm in the spotlight when they turn the lights down. Only a champ swing the hardest in the 12th round. I love the fourth quarter, I love the ninth inning, I love game seven. Bring on the competition, cause in my... Okay, now normally I'm not a big rap or hip-hop music fan, but interestingly enough, that guy who was singing that is Ron Artest, or Meta World Peace. He actually plays in the NBA. Which is actually pretty, yeah, he actually he actually did several songs for that um, video game. That's sick. Yeah. Um, NBA 2K11, it provided an incredibly well-rounded soundtrack. It started with this ridiculous but awesome opening theme song by Snoop Dogg. Now, if you guys don't know who Snoop Dogg is, he's a really, really famous uh, rapper. For Shizzle My Nizzle. I don't really care for him. I don't really care for the guy, but I can respect him to know that. I mean, I guess he's good at I, he's good at what he does. The way he the way he rhymes about the new game modes like Dynasty and Franchise mode and My Player mode, it is insane how many times he can get words to rhyme with the the game modes that they have. And he says the name of the game NBA 2K11 an absurd amount of times. It becomes comical, like you're dying from laughter at the end of the at the end of the song. It's hilarious, you know. And then they got other. I mean, they got Biggie uh, providing the song Shutterbug, and then they got the Drake song Over, 
it's a pretty flat song when you think about like a basketball game you want to get pumped up this that and the other i mean it's a flat song but drake in this day and age is one of the better rappers out there True. and that was a really really popular song for him so i mean it it, it fit because of the time frame now it was kind of different because it didn't put you in like an uppity basketball pumped up type mood so to speak but it was it was still a good song and then i loved it because they had you know all these songs that it plays in every single sports movie that comes out every four years you know <laughs> that type of thing and then it has the it has a good amount of, of quirkiness with the songs like the red roller skates by the brunettes and rocket shit by big rock candy mountain <laughs> You know, overall, it was from one spectrum all the way to the other. I loved how it had former basketball players or current basketball players singing songs all the way down to, you know, some the the really really good rappers of our day and age actually singing songs as well. It was really neat the way they incorporated all of them together, and that's why that's my number two. Nice pick. I, I wonder what kind of commission he would have gotten from that. I I have no idea. I figured it'd be kind of tricky to do with all the licensing agreements and everything like that. Right. But you know, I I really I have no idea. He probably did it for free hey. because at the time he was he made that CD slash soundtrack. He was currently a free agent, so he actually wasn't playing. Mm. So I guess there could be some loophole with that. I guess I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't write contracts for a living, unfortunately. So <laughs> I couldn't tell you, but. That's good to know. Very cool. I will have to go check that song out. I think I've got the full one of that on my computer, so I'll have to listen to it and see how many times they say NBA 2014. What year? 2014? Is it uh, 2K11. 2K11. Actually. Okay. I like 2K Sports. Yeah. yeah. So it's three years. It's it's three years older, but yeah, 2K Sports is the way to go if you want to play sports games. Heck yeah. I, <laughs> I, I hope they take. I hope they take over college football. I mean, I like EA games, but. 2K is so much better than EA games. It's not even funny. Yeah, we. I think Mark and I like 2K as well, don't we, Mark? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean like Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> so we got we got we got to show some love for the 2K studios. All right, all right. My number ones, and I I literally had the hardest time. I could I sat here, literally just emotionally wrecked. I that's the easiest way I could put it. I was sitting here last night just in an emotional wreck as to which one to pick, and I could not pick one because they're both so good, and I will have to do everything in my power not to freak out while listening to them. So, my number one, A. So, I <laughs> did not mean to do that. <laughs> no. I, set my, uh, I set my tablet down on my mouse. Oh, that's fine. No, we needed a sound effect. Somebody needed to play one yet. We hadn't even played one yet. That's just, you know. I'm getting that out of my system now. There we go. Okay. Had to get some goofiness out of the way. Alright, so my number one is... Chrono Cross. Uh, Chrono Cross, and I'll play my other number one here in just a minute. But my first number... Now, is this your 1A or 1B? This is 1A. Chrono Cross released November... Oh, okay. November 18th, 1999. Two days after my birthday. For the PS1... Uh, the sequel to the amazing Super Nintendo game Chrono Trigger, which had an amazing soundtrack as well. I cannot underrate that. It's on my honorable mentions list as well. The main character, Surge, discovers an alternate world much like his own. The exception? He died in that alternate world. He goes on an adventure to discover the reason for the divergent worlds. Um, it's an RPG, a role-playing game, that featured up to 45 playable characters... A new game plus mode, which means that you could play the game over again, but keep all your characters. And alternate endings. The game was a powerhouse that kept you playing. It featured a unique stock combat system, which was new for its day and age. Uh, the soundtrack was composed by Yasunori Misuda, who had worked on Chrono Trigger. He described the soundtrack as a Southeast Asian feel mixed with foreign taste and the tones of the countries such as Greece. That's the way he described it. You can listen to the audio here in a minute and tell me if you agree or not. The intro and ending songs are powerful, moving, and awe-inspiring. Um, I was a teenager at the time in 8th grade middle school. The game perfectly captured my want and need to explore new places and challenged me to think and discover the possibilities of life. You would see a character in one world who had lived life a certain way, but in the other one was a completely different person. Uh, the phrase, uh, in another life, comes to mind. Um, it was an amazing game that I could get lost in for hours. With using New Game Plus, I once played through it three times, unlocked all the characters. It was an amazing game. 
Um, the game also received a perfect 10.0 score from GameSpot. Long live Adam Sessler. Um, <laughs> so, Mark, if you'll play my clips for Chrono Cross, you'll see why I loved it so much. Pay attention to the violins. I don't always like violins, but this game makes me want to, like, love a violin. So, go for it, Mark. were the three songs I picked from this game to represent the soundtrack. It is an amazing soundtrack. Amazing game, and that's why it's one of my number ones. The one game that I could not choose over that game was Super Mario Galaxy. It is a 3D platform game released on November 2007. Typical story, Bowser kidnaps Peach, Mario has to rescue her. Pretty typical. That's the only typical thing about this game. The game is set in outer space with Mario jumping, flying, and running his way through the throughout the universe. It is a visually stunning, fun-to-play game that is just as awesome-looking as it is challenging. The concept for the game was taken from a tech demo for the GameCube at E3 that was displayed at Nintendo Space World 2000. The game was called Super Mario 128, where a ton of Marios were walking and moving along a spherical plane. The soundtrack is orchestral, created by Koji Kondo, if you ever watch the, the credits for any Nintendo in-house first-party game, Koji Kondo is almost always on the on the uh, credits list. So, something you ever if you should ever happen to beat an old NES game, look for his name. It'll probably be on there. And Mahito Yokota. Um, the game is I'm almost speechless about the game. It's an awesome game. I can't really describe it anymore without playing the music. Uh, it is. Uh, I played it right after graduating from college. Uh, right after I had my first child. Truly inspiring and amazing. Much like Chrono Cross, it was such an addicting game. I played through it four times, twice as Mario, twice as Luigi, and unlocked all 120 stars with both characters. Hallelujah. Mark, if you would play the sound clip for those.
and that is why it is also my number one game, because those soundtracks are just both too damn good. I love them both. Amazing games all around. Number ones. All right. I don't know why you had to do that to me, since, uh... <laughs> I had, I couldn't pick one. I, feel mercy for me, I, I just, uh... I couldn't. If you had two number ones, and you know my number one is going to be one of your number ones, I don't know why you had to, you know, pick it. It's such a good game. Let's talk about it. Let's 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 convince Mikey that he needs to play. Uh, it. Fine. <laughs> Here is the clip from my number one. <laughs> So beautiful, oh, yeah. you know. It it calmed me down a little bit. It's it's so beautiful. <laughs> right. So being the oldest game on my list, it is my absolute favorite video game soundtrack. I didn't even have to consider where to put it on my list for tonight. And uh, Chrono Cross was the sequel, like Jason said, to Chrono Trigger. I never took the time to play the original. But I heard good things about it, and they both had an amazing soundtrack, both composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. Yeah. Chrono Cross is a turn-based RPG game developed by Square, which is now known as Square Enix, which developed all the famous Final Fantasy games. Chrono Cross's soundtrack is indescribably adventurous and relaxing at the same time. I could sleep to this music all day. Listen to this another clip real quick. Awesome. centered his work around old world cultural influence. Jason talked about this a little bit, but I'm going to expand upon it. Including Mediterranean, Beto, Celtic, and percussion or percussive African music. Mixtida cited visual inspiration for songs. All of my subjects are taken from scenery. I love artwork. To complement the theme of parallel worlds, he gave the song Another and Home, respectively dark and bright moods and hoped players would feel the emotions of burning soul, lonely world, and unforgettable memories. Mitsuda and Kato planned music samples and sound effects with the philosophy of a few sounds with a lot of content. With this philosophy behind the music, Mitsuda was able to produce a soundtrack that personifies the game settings and events perfectly. Listen to one more final clip from his song. Master of background music, and that is why Chrono Cross's OST is my number one favorite video game soundtrack. Woo! Mikey, it's your number one too, isn't it? Yes, it. No, God, no. <laughs> nope. I have to admit, I've never heard of it. Oh well, it, it just a time. Yeah, I think Mike. I think yeah. Mark saw me playing it, and I think the rest is history. I mean, he took it from there after I got in. He played it some after I played it, but you also have it on your. You also have it on another device, don't you, Mark? 
Yeah. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, go ahead, Mikey. Okay. My number one is Madden 2004. Okay. Arguably from 2003 or 2002 from 2006, the Madden Dynasty was the greatest game ever made and, and had some of the best soundtracks ever. Okay. 2004 um, had every song from Blink 182 Feeling This to Bubba Sparks Back in the Mud to Gob's Give It Up Grudge. The gems on the 2004 Madden soundtrack were endless. The greatest song on the soundtrack, though, was Bone Crusher's Madden remix of Never Scared. It is simply the best of the best. Do you want to go ahead and play that now, Mark? Now, I swear I'm not a big rap fan. It just happens to be the top three. <laughs> I promise. You guys know that. My favorite music is country. Tell, Classic 80s and 90s country music. Tell your brother that. But, <laughs> dude, oh, I know, right? <laughs> just kidding. Love you, Joey. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, the song Never Scared by Bone Crusher is in hundreds, if not thousands, of poorly edited football tribute videos on YouTube, on Vine, on everything. I mean, that's it's on everything. You watch that. If you watch football with that and then playing in the background, you want to go strap on a helmet and go play football. Okay. <laughs> that is this monumental achievement, this monumental achievement from that putting that song on that game is truly a rare occurrence. I mean, that song was so far, it wasn't even that great of a song until they put it on Madden, and then it just fit. Perfectly. I mean, after it came on Madden, it became the theme song for Jack Bauer in the movie Twenty Four, or the or the video, or the uh, the series Twenty Four. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yep, huh. Ronnie and Sammy used to fist pump to it all night long in Jersey Shore. <laughs> yes, I mean it was even on. It made it not quite daily, but a weekly appearance on the Conan O'Brien show. <laughs> I mean, from a song going that low to being on a football game to skyrocketing this high, I mean, that's something remarkable. That's something that you don't see every day happening. That's why that is my number one. And I know I picked all three sports soundtracks, but I do have some honorable mentions, too. Hey, that's great. I really liked your song. I like your song. I see why you picked them. The songs you played were awesome. I liked them. All right. My honorable mention number one is Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. This is the mothership of all video game soundtracks, okay? They can please everyone. They have the radio. Yeah. It offers a bunch of different stations with real radio personalities. I mean, it spans all 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 genres. I agree. Seriously, every single one. They even have their own YouTube video channel for their video game radio stations. You know, just in case if you'd rather listen to the soundtrack than play the game. <laughs> it, the, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, ever since that game, man. They're, they're, the best, they're so good. I must say, the best radio station is Chatterbox 109. <laughs> yes, yes. Who does not want – Who? I mean, whoever cannot listen to that station 24-7 while they're playing that game is is, is wrong. Uh, I mean, who does not – the best commercial ever is who wants a giraffe for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for that to stick with me for that long, <laughs> I mean, that tells you something. Yes, those commercials were awesome. Oh, yes. And then the other one is uh, Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah! Game style. Nice! Good choice. Absolutely. I mean, that's the ultimate in music. It's, it's, the, it's the ultimate thing. I mean, there's Justin Timberlake. There is Psy, the Gangnam Style, which broke all kinds of records on YouTube and everything. I'm sure you guys have heard the song. If you haven't, you guys need to get out from underneath the rock you're living under. But <laughs> that... 
song, and I did not like the game at all. I used to think it was the dumbest thing in the world until Jason brought it over, and I actually was forced to play it. And I tell you what, it's actually a pretty fun game. It is. I I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Oh, and I feel I feel goofier in hell playing it, but I like playing it. Heck yeah, it's a lot of fun. Good good picks. I didn't, those are my two honorable. Mentions. I didn't even put those on my honorable mentions list. I don't think, man. Good picks, Mark. How many do you Thank have? You. How many do you have on yours, Mark? Do you have a lot? I uh, let's see, like around ten. I have about I have about twenty. So go ahead and do yours first, and then I'll go through mine. Yeah, you need to take off the ones I'm. Yeah, into. yeah, I'll try. Uh, Tetris. Tetris, good. Okay, okay. Oh yes. Uh, plot. Yes, that was on my list. Uh, Bioshock. Good. Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Star Fox. Donkey Kong Country. Yep. Yep. F Zero. Yes. Killer Instinct. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Uh, one of the indie games that I wanted to talk about, but it almost got on my list, was Aquaria. Yeah. That amazing? I thought you meant indie car racing. My bad. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. And I, the, it came out like ninety eight or ninety nine, right? You're talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater two, right? Yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, that had an awesome soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, SSX Tricky. Oh wow! How did I forget that one? I don't know. Oh, that was so good. The guitar hero, of course. Oh yeah. Truck Anyways. <laughs> Those are awesome. Any more? No. Okay, let me see if I can go through these without naming the ones you mentioned, although Donkey Kong Country was almost number four on my list. Uh, Dust Force, like I mentioned in the last episode, awesome soundtrack. Shatter has an awesome soundtrack. Bastion. Bastion has an awesome soundtrack. Chrono Trigger, Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, and 10, Animal Crossing, Portal 2, FTL, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, World of Warcraft has an amazing soundtrack. Kingdom Hearts, Blast Core. You remember Blast Core, Mark? Mm-hmm. That game had a cool soundtrack. Doom. Uh, TF2. I like TF2 soundtrack. Sorry. Parasite Eve. That had a very unique soundtrack, and I really liked it. Really s- ominous mood. Super Metroid. Super Mario 64. Pop Rapper of the Rapper. If you remember that game. Um, Mist. Mist had a cool soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Mystical Ninja. Uh, Fantasy Star Online. Another space game. Very cool soundtrack. And... The game, if we ever get to this category, if, if we had to do individual songs, this game would potentially contain my favorite song of all time, uh, Mega Man X. <laughs> there's, a, there's one of those levels that has a song that is just the catchiest, awesomest thing. I'll have to play it for y'all sometime. So though That's my honorable mentions list. I, it was a really hard decision to make all those, but you can see why it was difficult. I had a lot to pick from. So, Hey, awesome. Good job, guys. Give yourselves a hand. Fantastic category. Let's see if we can wrap this up before Erica gets home. <laughs> All right, Mark, your category will be for next week. Are you ready? I guess so. Okay, your category for next week will be... Oddities. Okay. Oddities, all right. All right. You know, one thing that would be cool to talk about would be um, superstitions, but I think I'm just going to go with... uh, I think it would be more fun to talk about odd and obscure movies. Movies that are just weird, but you'll like. Oh, cool. I like the twist on it. I'm going to go with that. Okay, okay, I like it. Those are movies that probably, that probably make no sense at all, but you just absolutely love them. I like it. What do you think, Mikey? I like it. Cool, I like it. Very cool. I'm in. Awesome. So we will do that next week. Um, we've got to wrap this up. We, we, It was really difficult to get this episode together, but I think we pulled it off. So thanks to both co-hosts this week, and thank you, listener, for tuning in. Next week we will talk about top three obscure weird movies. Uh, if your list was different than ours, we'd like to hear about it. Send us your top three items from this week's category to categories at gmail.com. And we may just rejoice next week. Happy chatting. Happy chatting.